Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend and are looking forward to all God wants to do in your life this new year. Well, in our Bible reading plan, we are picking up in the book of Second or First Kings, rather, chapter 12. You'll remember last year when we left off reading in the Old Testament, Solomon, King Solomon in his last years, had uh, been unfaithful to God. And uh, God said that he was going to rip the kingdom from him, all except for a small portion of it. Uh, for the sake of his father, and then Solomon dies. Well, we pick up the story in 1 Kings 12. Solomon is dead, and his son, Rehoboam, is set to succeed him. And this is, to me, one of the saddest chapters in all of the Bible because it's, it's where the civil war that divided the nation of Israel into two countries, the southern kingdom of Judah and the larger northern kingdom, hereafter known as Israel, 10 of the tribes in the north, two of the tribes, Judah and Benjamin in the south, uh, this civil war takes place and, and the nation is divided ever after. And it's just a sad chapter. There's idolatry, there is pride and arrogance, and all of it, all of it could have been avoided. And every time I read this chapter, I'm, re I'm reminded that uh, making good decisions based on wisdom and godly guidance is so important. And not allowing our emotions, our feelings, our episodes of self-centeredness, fear to guide our decisions because when we allow those things to inform our decisions, we make bad decisions most of the time and quite often ungodly decisions that have serious consequences. And this chapter just illustrates all of that. Well, Rehoboam, Solomon's son, is set to succeed him. And if you've read the chapter already, and I hope you have, he, um, he, he goes to Shechem so that the nation, he's thinking the entire nation will anoint him as king. And Jeroboam, who had been a valiant warrior serving Solomon, um, had fled to Egypt because Solomon was trying to kill him, actually. And he gets word, word is sent to him that Rehoboam is about to be anointed king. So Jeroboam, this valiant warrior, this military leader, and a strong administrator as well, returns to Israel, goes to Shechem, and he leads a delegation to Rehoboam. And says to Rehoboam, we want to support you. Your dad made life hard for us. He taxed us heavily. He just, Solomon in his last years was a different man than he was in his early years. And, and Rehoboam and the, this delegation say to, uh, Jeroboam rather, and this delegation say to Rehoboam, Solomon's son, if you will lighten the load and treat us well, we will be faithful servants to you as our king. Rehoboam says, well, give me three days to think about it. During those three days, he consults with others, the, the, the government advisors, those who had served Solomon, advised him to agree to Jeroboam's terms. He's, what he's asking is right. 
agree to it. But then he talked to all of his buddies. So Rehoboam talked to all the young men that he'd grown up with, all of his buddies, all of his pals, and they said, don't listen to those old codgers. You make life harder. You be tougher than your dad. Show them who's boss. Show them you're the king. And the three days passed. Jeroboam and the delegation come back. Rehoboam says, you think my dad was heavy on you? Uh, he's nothing compared to me. And the rest of the story is there was a civil war. The country was divided. And um, Rehoboam had to flee Shechem back to safety in Jerusalem. And Judah, the largest of the, of the tribes, along with the smaller tribe, Benjamin, they anoint Rehoboam king and serve him. But the other 10 tribes, the larger geographic part of the country, the northern tribes, all the way up to Dan towards Syria, uh, that is called from here forward in the Bible, Israel, they, they anoint Jeroboam as king. And so you have these two kingdoms. You have these two kingdoms. And Rehoboam obviously was not wise. He could have united the country. The experienced advisor said to him what, what Jeroboam and these others are asking makes sense. It's the right thing to do. And you can unite the country, but his arrogance and his pride and listening to his young buddies caused him to make a Stupid decision, and it, and it, and it resulted in, in, in civil war and the division of the country. Um, I've seen it so many times over the years as pastor. Young couples struggling in their marriage, and who do they talk to? Other young couples. They separate. Who do they talk to? Their buddies who've also divorced. Their buddies who don't know how to have a great marriage because they've never had one, but that's who they go to for advice. That's dumb. Pardon my bluntness, but that's not smart. It just leads to worse decisions that make things worse. People who've done it well are the ones who can teach you how to do anything well. Who you listen to matters because it's going to shape your life. Um, but what about Jeroboam? Been a valiant warrior, great administrator, leader. Um, and now he's anointed king of the 10 northern tribes. But it, it, if, if Rehoboam made bad decisions because he listened to the wrong people, Jeroboam made wrong decisions because he listened to his own thoughts and emotions instead of the word of God. Jeroboam got to thinking to himself. And, and, and you read all of this in the chapter. We don't have time to read all of this. I, I encourage you, if you have not read it, read it. Um, he begins thinking to himself, all of the citizens of the northern kingdom, his new country, if you will, who were Jews, would be traveling to Jerusalem to worship at the temple, to participate in the festivals. And he, he thought to himself, well, over time, their affection for, for the religion of, Israel, for, uh, of, of the Jewish people, their affection for the temple and all of that will cause their hearts to abandon me and they will begin serving and supporting Rehoboam as king. And I'll lose my kingship. I'll lose my throne, my kingdom. 
So here's what I'm going to do. Jeroboam creates another religion. Now, in his mind, he's probably thinking this is our version of Judaism. And so he, he, he has these two golden calves, idols, built. And, and he places one in Bethel in the southern part of the northern kingdom and the other in Dan in the northern region of the kingdom and says to the people, it's too hard for you to travel down to Jerusalem. Here, you've got these places of worship closer to you. And um, he created a whole priestly system. Remember, in, in the Jewish faith, the descendants of Levi were priests. What he does is he just takes ordinary people, not descendants of Levi, not qualified biblically to be priests, and he creates a new priesthood. And in fact, in the parallel passage in 2 Chronicles chapter 11, he forbids any of the Levites to actually serve as priests. So all of the Levites who have been priests, many of whom would have stayed in the northern country, leave and they go to Jerusalem and fully support Rehoboam. And so he creates these, these new priests who are not qualified biblically to serve as priests. And you're going to see in the next chapter that God condemns Jeroboam for this idolatry, building these idols and, and appointing false priests and creating a new religion so the people won't be tempted to support Rehoboam because they still love the God of Israel. It's just these, these two men had such opportunity, such potential, and they both blew it. Rehoboam because he listened to the wrong people. Jeroboam because his own fear and emotions and self-talk got in the way of him doing what he knew was, was right. And so here's the lesson. Who you listen to matters. And you also need to know when not to listen to yourself. Because you better hear the voice of God. You better hear the word of God. And I'm going to tell you something. If your voice and your thoughts and your emotions are not 100% in line with this, I don't care what you feel. You're not listening to God. You're listening to yourself. Or you're listening to other people who are giving you ungodly and unbiblical advice. I want to challenge you in 2023 to do less reading of books about the Bible and more reading of the Bible itself. And for those of you, and I'm so thankful you're listening to this devotion, I encourage you, if you haven't, to actually sit down and read 1 Kings 12. Read the whole thing. And I encourage you in 2023, even if you use devotionals and so on, don't base your spiritual development on devotionals. Spend more time actually reading the Bible, not just a reference verse that a devotional refers you to because that's not really reading the Word of God in context, allowing God to speak to you through His Holy Word. Listen to the Word of God because that's the only way you're going to hear the voice of God. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.